Welcome back, my family Lilies. <laughs> Today I have a special guest, two guests, my favorite couple. Neo Canadian chemistry. They come from the land of the ice and snow where the midnight send and the hot springs blow. That sounds like Game of Thrones, but you know, legit version. Yo, that's that Led Zeppelin song, Valhalla. Like, oh. And Game of Thrones started too. Oh, shit. But we'll get into that. We got Ahmed and we got Hiba. Hey, guys. Um, what? Hi, guys. This is Hiba. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all just came from Canada, right? Like yesterday. I yes. saw your snaps. I follow you guys avidly. <laughs> that's fun. Yes, sir. Just uh, landed at midnight. So, uh, uh, weather was fantastic here. Yes, I was like, oh my god. When we came out, I'm like, what is this? This is heaven. Legit, right? <laughs> so great. I know, it's great. Like, they're like, it's it's way better. Like, nowadays, it's really good. That's what they've been telling me. Because uh, they're like, oh, this is, you're so, like, lucky because the weather is so great this time. But it's still pretty cold. <laughs> you guys have snow, right? Uh, it just snowed, like, a week ago. Like, crazy, out of nowhere. The weather was great. In uh, plus... And then it just snowed like crazy, like like four or five inches. And then yeah. it went back next day, back to normal. <laughs> Situations, Mother Nature. <laughs> so how does it work now? Are we live or oh, are so you going to be editing this later on and then seeing? I can cut it out. I can cut stuff out. But like, I like not to. Like, honestly, the conversation is just free flow. Okay. It's just whatever comes. There's no topic. It's just like. Boom, we could talk about anything. So what did you think of the new episode? First, You see, so Hib and Ahmed have been trying to get me to watch Game of Thrones. Oh. And I'm making a, I'm admitting right now that I haven't watched any of Oh my God. You just said I it. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Carlisi, um, but I did see that Pakistani dude, the short. Did you guys see the short? Oh yeah, I, I know. know. Who that is. Oh, and the Syrian that's... Lannister. <laughs> yeah, they found like the the identical twin in like in like Namaz or something. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. I'm like, this is crazy. He looks just like him. No like, damn. It's like his doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, oh, that shit. no. Um, I th- I think his name is his actual name is Tyrion Lannister. So I saw the meme where it's that Syrian Lannister. Just you know, explaining the meme. Oh, instead of Tyrion. I'm lost. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the meme was with the with the short dude who looked like him. Okay. And instead of putting Tyrion Lannister, they put Syrian because he was wearing. Oh, oh. yes. Sir. Oh, my. <laughs> thing is, he's not even, it was Pakistan. I know. Oh, my God. White people making these memes and messing it up. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um. So I, I follow you guys on Snapchat, and I see you guys are very into the herbal arts. The. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canada is big into herbal arts. So. Yes. How do you feel about that legalization? Oh, um, well, that's the topic. Uh, <laughs> I would say that we can just talk about that today completely. Into- <laughs> let's, let's delve into <laughs> <Yeah>. the... <laughs> um, but to be honest, uh, legalization didn't change a ton for the people that were already doing it. Um, just because, it, I mean, like it was it was nice to see that we could televise it and then you know everybody's just out there and then there's no more restrictions like that but with that to be honest the restrictions did come which are i would say for the better um if somebody now if somebody's driving down under the influence they can actually detect that 
not super do they accurate. use like the the blow um uh, detectors or that's you? what they're still struggling with in my opinion because they're like there are a lot of people they're talking about okay so the threshold that's the problem right so they did this uh, i saw this wise video where this woman she actually they smoked and then tried to drive which like a simulation right but she's like i wouldn't drive but this is legal amount what i have in my system but i still wouldn't do it on my own so it's just like so different for every person everybody's tolerance and it's just so wide so yeah. i don't know they are still coming like thinking what way would be more effective to actually know is he under influence driving because of that reason or there are other reasons you know so they want to get like a solid number yeah to like how you, how do you measure that because alcohol is measured like 0.8 yes 0.08. so uh, same video that Hiba is talking about. Um, in that video, she, when when she smoked some, uh, after that, you know how Hiba is saying that she wasn't sober enough in her head that she would be able to drive. They did some sobriety tests after, uh, which you know she failed right after smoking. She failed after a little while. They tried it again. She passed and she was completely okay to drive. But when they actually took uh, this the blood sample, the same amount of um, THC was still in her blood as it was earlier. So you can't really just base it off of what's in your blood just because it, you know, marijuana stays in your system lo a lot longer than alcohol would. So that I, I think it was 0.05% or something like that, which is kind of okay, but you wouldn't get arrested or get a DIY. Yeah, or that because the, of that. the thing is, you could be completely sober and still have that amount in you just mm -hmm. because you know, it takes longer to get out of your system. Yeah. Um, which which is why it's it's hard and it's really open for debate and people that actually got tickets because of that are um are challenging that just because you know for for marijuana it, it affects everybody differently and you know i mean like for the first time smokers it might be the same amount might just actually destroy you, you yeah. exactly you, you would probably not even get up from the bed but for others you're completely functional and even more focused you know, sometimes yeah. doing it. So, so that's, that's the biggest challenge I would still say. Um, but legalization, you know, it's now you can actually walk around with, uh, with quite a bit of weed. You don't need like nobody. a closed container. You have to put the joint in like a little like sleeve or something to hide it. Uh, like, <laughs> you know, the, here, here's a funny thing. Uh, when we have actually gone around, uh, somewhere when we are hiking or something like that. And if you're, if you're smoking or if you have that, it, it's, you know, let, let's be honest. It, it is strong smell it is a strong smell so some we would either get some glances or we'd either get thumbs up and people would just go like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, but canadians are so polite nobody's gonna call you oh out. absolutely i mean like when we do get glances as well some of them i, I could see if they're younger uh, you know like teenagers with their parents they're envious glances mm -hmm. and then the parents <laughs> they're looking at us in in a more disgusted way but but it's okay <laughs> All yeah. in all, I mean, if you drink milk from a bag at the end of the day, we're all in the same boat. Absolutely. We're all in the same Absolutely. boat in Canada. So I think the solution would be like, just get like a unicycle or something, like a bike. Like, can you can you get a DUI on a bike in Canada? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Canadians, uh, you know, uh, for traffic when it comes to it. Yeah, <laughs> everything. They're, they're gonna... Even on a moose. <laughs> Hibba has the craziest uh, snap stories. If you got you to shout out your, your stuff later, but she has pictures of like, moose in their like backyard and stuff and like, <laughs> random like like it's crazy what were you saying after they cut you off oh no uh i was just reading so this is off topic but uh, i was just reading somewhere that 
in Canada, you are more likely to get killed by a moose on a road than you are likely to be killed by a tarot plot. So, oh, wow. look at that. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> it's, it's a land of the strange. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, and then in Manitoba, one of the provinces, one of the beautiful oh, yeah, provinces that... that we have, in certain cities of Manitoba, you are supposed to leave your doors and your car doors unlocked just because if somebody's out there and a polar, a polar bear, bear attacks, <laughs> oh my god, they, so they can, can run to safety. Yeah. And one mode of safety would be just run into a car, or the other one run into somebody's house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't there isn't there a thing in um in Trailer Park Boys where he's like sleeping in somebody's car? <laughs> oh, that's oh not, yeah. But that's not Manitoba. Though. That's like <laughs> that's that's Halifax, yeah. uh, Nova Scotia. But uh, you know, the, the, Canada is strange like that. Um, there were a, just recently actually i saw this today earlier uh close to where we live banff national park oh yeah there were three climbers up there that uh, actually they just died in an avalanche so Ooh. and we were up there we were in banff last weekend so <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty uh it could get pretty dangerous in, in just uh, and just i think because of global warming as well the way like it's changing more and it's like more rapid so it's like i don't know how people would know okay this kind could be dangerous at this time because usually before that like we've been going out on and you know there's not been any problem but then like suddenly okay now some like three people died From because of that yeah so like maybe That's they were crazy. yodeling too hard. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm blaming the victim. I but you think know. so. <laughs> uh, may, maybe just uh, they just said sorry too loud, and then you know, they said the, sorry too loud. Shook the mountain there, the steam from the poutine <laughs> infused with the ice, and that is that was it. That was it. That's exactly. Do you guys have like the same foods all across Canada? Because when I went to Toronto, I had they had like um, butter chicken poutine. Okay. Oh yeah, so, that's a very Toronto esque. Oh no, here's the thing, and uh, in Calgary as well. So. Toronto very diverse. Uh, like Toronto is kind of like New York for mm -hmm. for Canada. That's New York. Um, Calgary is very diverse as well. Uh, so we do have a lot of restaurants that would put their fusion into it. So we have shawarma poutine. We yeah, have, like yeah. So it, it's it's different flavors. Yeah, butter chicken poutine. I've had it as well. But the actual poutine, poutine, the regular one. I I think I think that's the best out of all of them. But yeah, come to think of it, we do have same foods all across. We have Donair, which is not very popular here in Charlotte because Hiba did not know what Donair was before she came. I only know Donair from like British TV shows, and like it's like big in Europe. <laughs> yeah, it's very big in Europe. Donair think, kebab, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that wait, just wait, came here. Get closer to the mic a little bit. Oh yeah, Hiba. so yeah. that uh, that came to Canada a while back, and then some of the Donair stuff they actually. Um, I think pizza. I think Halifax was the first one to make a Donair pizza. And Halifax, somebody was the first one to make. Was it like was it a Turkish guy? <laughs> Probably, yeah. They just they just like experimenting with stuff, and then yeah, I guess it's it's really good though. Donut yeah, pizza. Yeah, it's really, really good. good. Like I usually don't even eat meat, like you know, like beef like that. But when I tried them, like this is good. Yeah. Even the pizza, like they made donair pizzas, like in shawarmas and everything. It's pretty good. I feel like I there's like a it. thin line between donor and shawarma. I feel like it's a very like you're walking on ice. Yeah, literally like yeah. polar bear fucking ice, an avalanche in the background. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Here's the thing for donair as well. For everybody, it's different, right? Um, I put a lot of hot sauce in my donair, but for a lot of people, they just go with the donair sauce, and donair sauce is it's sweet. Very sweet. It's sweet. What is it's this? Very white? Sweet. Is it the white? It's sauce? a white yeah, sauce. It's a white yeah, sauce. You, you know which one it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 pretty good. Uh, if anybody listening from uh, Calgary, Sonora's Pizza. 
you you know what what's up so yeah that's just the spot in yeah like that's something like whoever comes with us visit us like that's where we take them at least like once they have to try that pizza yeah yeah we're famous for snow and that pizza so. (laughs) (laughs) so um one thing in Canada I noticed are the people are super nice. So I felt like when I went there, I was like, people are nice. The women were nice. Everyone was smiling. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, I would have, I feel like I do well in Canada as a single male. <laughs> I do. I feel like I did. If I, if I stayed in Toronto long enough and I had opportunities to like, you know, plan out my, my, my escapades, <laughs> I could probably do some real damage. I'm talking maple shoddies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would say, I would say so. People are really nice there. So you're absolutely going to. You know, you're gonna fly there for sure as a single person, even as a couple. I I think I think we uh we we have a lot of people that just are nice to us, and then anytime yeah, we go, oh just... yeah, they're they're always calling her beautiful, but not really me. <laughs> Damn, so I, dude. I'm I'm a little salty about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, maybe they they should just uh, even out their compliments. I need some love too. You know, you need some Canadian loving. <laughs> You got to use uh, aloe vera. That's what gets you the con- aloe vera. That's what, that's good. Yeah, man. All right. I'm, I'm going to keep that. Exfoliation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, Canada is, you You have people like that here as well. The first time I came to North Carolina, to be honest, I, um, I wasn't expecting people to be that nice. They were addressing me as sir. And a couple of them <laughs> called me a ma'am as well, which is weird. Ma'am, really? <laughs> I, I don't know That's what they were the going beard, for. Though, right? <laughs> no, that was. Ahmed has a thick, burly, like lumberjack maple sh- sugar shack. Maybe beard. they needed they needed to tone that down a little bit. That's why they've called me a man. So. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Um. All jokes aside, people in uh, Charlotte, uh, that's North Carolina. That's where I've mainly stayed. Uh, people are very nice here. Uh, I mean, shops it's south, and stores right? that I've, so southern hospitality is kind of famous. So if you go to New York and Washington, then you they're, will see the difference, they're right? Mean, they're mean. They're mean. Yeah, yeah nobody say hi here. or anything. So I couldn't yeah. even date a girl from New York. <laughs> I was talking to this girl from New York once, and she had a really strong Bronx accent. Ooh, Ooh I was just like, yeah. How about friendship? <laughs> people, let me you, tell you, friends on there. friend. <laughs> Your friends on her then? What? Did, did you yeah, friends I had on her? To. I had to. Oh, okay. It you was strong. To. It was like Cardi B. Oh, oh, oh wow. wow. I don't oh. talk like that. It was like wow. that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Or like, who's that? You know in that movie, Pineapple Express? Yeah. Rosie, oh, yeah. Rosie Perez, the cop. Yeah, the yeah, la- yeah. Like, yeah. sounded like Rosie Perez. Exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Is that somewhat similar to how Joey's sisters talked in uh, Friends as well? Yeah, like the Joey, New York, New Yeah, Jersey, okay, yeah, I could Angie. Why are you talking like that? Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's British as well, somewhat. That's, I don't know. That's skeptic, man. You griming here. Spitting on the mic. Yeah, my accents are bad. My creps, my creps. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, bro. Yeah, oh, um, so we were listening to the podcast um uh, the one that you guys did. Oh, with the James? First one? Ovaltine yeah, yeah, River? The first Ovaltine one. River. I think, I think one thing, I, I didn't listen to it all the way through, but I think we listened uh, quite a bit into it. You guys were talking about uh, Donald Glover. Yeah, we made a mistake. I'm Daddy Glover? Daddy Glover <laughs> is not his dad. <laughs> so someone texted me today and was like, yo, Daddy Glover. I told him the same thing. I was like, yo, text him. He's not the same person. But no, you know what? The, the first time I saw it and I was like, shit. They are 100%. Okay, that's his dad. And that's him. That's that's the assumption I made as well. And then I just Googled it and I found out, no, that wasn't true. So I mean, think about it. They do kind of look like. Not that they they're do. both black. Oh, I no, mean, no, they no, do yeah, facial features, yeah. phenotype. That, that aside, they do look alike. And, uh, it, you know, I, I legitimately thought that they were related as well. 
So childish Gambino <laughs> and fatherly Gambino. <laughs> But uh, have you uh, have you seen Community? Have you watched it? Oh have you watched yeah, that show? yeah. Community was my shit back because back in the day I went to a community college. It looked just like that. Oh no so way! Like, in my mind, I was like, I can relate, man. Abbott and Troy. Yeah, we had lock <laughs> Abbott and Troy, dude. Yeah, that's what it was. I didn't have like I wasn't social because nobody's social community college. Everyone's there to get their degree and dip. Nobody's loyal. <laughs> I was. I you was were, very you're like social. CPCC is different. CP yeah, CPCC is the shit. Like, oh, yeah. I really, They're like the really number one glad. community college in the U.S. Yeah. So. So I'm really glad that I had like because everybody was telling me, oh, you're going to go to community community college, like looking, giving me those, the, you know, yeah, that we looks. saved a bunch of money. I went there, too. Yeah, because the thing is, when, when I came here as like coming new into United States, I'm like, I did not know the difference. What is community college? What is regular same. college? Like, I didn't know any of the difference. And then I think I'm so glad that I did start there because it's smaller you get more attention and then especially if you are more involved those advisors and everybody i'm still in contact with them and still one-on-one -on -one conversations i have with them and they're so much nicer and they help you out with like every step so i really i really enjoy it and i i'm so glad that i did it because i at uncc when i did I wasn't that involved. I was so much like, okay, I got to study because now I have harder courses. So community college, I think it was a really good uh, starting point for you're me right, as well. You're right, because when you go to like a regular herd, you're just like in the herd. Yeah, just you're just like, like oh, I got to get this done. I got to do this. But then community college, it's a little bit less. I mean, it's the first year, two year of your college as well. They're easier compared to the last one. So, I mean, you have more time to mingle. You have more time to be engaged. So I'm glad that I did that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just uh, I, I would say uh, for, for community college here, uh, it, honestly, it's it's a lot better than what we have there in Canada. We have uh, I mean, two community colleges. compared to even any other cities, it's compared to that as yeah. well. It's pretty yeah, good. it's actually legit because we have like really multiple good. campuses. Yeah. The crappy one I went to in Massachusetts, Mass Bay Community College, mm -hmm. it was a shit. It was, um, we had like lockers. Like they had like, oh, you, sure. it looked like a high school. <laughs> it was embarrassing. That that, that sounds like community, the show. Yeah, it, was, it, was, yeah, it looked so, just like it. Okay. No, that's fair. But no, um, here, the, the programs that Hiba told me about that's available, the options here, they're, they're honestly, it just seems like a regular college it doesn't seem like a community college the cpcc one yeah it's yeah it's, it's, like it's the awesome. campus the uh, like teachers and everything i had teachers who were part-time at uncc but full-time here at cpcc so mm -hmm. i think their standard is pretty good it, pretty high it was and because like i think they they would like combine the incomes or something so they'd mm -hmm. have like cp money and uncc money <laughs> homilies all that's day. a lot of dough that's a lot of dough man <laughs> macaroons everything you yeah. can order a drink when you eat out yeah shout Not out just water. for sure homilies <laughs> is legit um but you remember uh hibbit at cpcc outside the bojangles there were these guys who would oh always cat call mm -hmm. um on on women yes i and i i think that's <laughs> was... why they made the security too much over there because they were just like hanging out i'm pretty sure they were not even part they were of students. school they were there to they look were at just the... yeah and then uh, uh before that then they had like playstation and stuff right that inside uh, in front of bojangles that area the games and stuff so there were a lot of people hanging out there and think they made the security a little bit tighter they did. and i'm glad they did because uh it was kind of giving bad like kind of reputation yeah. and i would avoid going there just because of that reason you know, so yeah well i would not avoid. I would make a point of going in that zone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not that cat calling is okay or I'm going to get butchered. Mm -hmm. It's not okay, but these guys were actually funny with it. It was they were they were hilarious but yeah like you'd be like where you going with all those books <laughs> class <laughs> like, 
like we're all and then i think that's why they close they actually closed down the bojangles and i feel like that's why maybe they thought it was attracting uh yeah i think uh, so that's why something. yeah yeah and the thing is it was so open like you can just walk in and it's like you know yeah and that building mostly had so many things like they have student uh there's a basketball government. court i think was I that don't ca- know. overcast right yeah it's overcast, overcast. so they have the whole uh theater they mm-hmm. have like uh a little gallery for the students so there are a bunch of stuff there so a lot of people just come in and go so i think that's why it was attracting more yeah, other was, people and the bus station was like bus stop yeah was right, right there, there as well. so one thing about that building in overcash like just to show how legit cpcc was we had like the ceo or like mm-hmm. the vice president of Krispy Kreme. Gave a talk. Yeah. Were you there for that? Yeah. Crispy freaking cream, man. Wow. Yeah. Legit. And he came to our sc- to, to, to give us a talk and we, we all had to like skip class and stuff. So we were all like listening to it. And then I was zoning out. It got boring at the end. But then he was like, and I'd like to announce we're going to have gluten free donuts. <laughs> and I just freak. I was like, yes. Oh, that's <laughs> what? solid. Yeah. I almost just like prostrated right there. Like <laughs> crazy. And, and then they never came. Krispy Kreme to this day, I got I called corporate and everything. They still don't have. I the president lied. Oh my! That's God. like politicians right there. Exactly. You know, they, they they did the same thing. So Krispy Kreme is basically that. Then Krispy Kreme is Trump. And at the end of his conversation, I think what happened was he saw people losing interest in the in the in the uh-huh. in, in the freaking speech, and he was like, "Oh, what can I say? I got I got a, a good closer. <laughs> I got to close this." And we are announcing our new gluten free campaign. It, it's it's funny how something could be so unhealthy and sound healthy at the same time that's true <laughs> right i don't have that line because i'm gluten-free <laughs> everything gluten-free is healthy gluten-free oil shit exactly. give me it give me it i'll devour chug, it chug chug <laughs> it's my morning mead <laughs> every day no no that's true so um tell us about your uh are you planning to travel anywhere um this time this year oh uh, this okay so i want to go to london i think i'm gonna go to london I think it's my dad. Thankfully, he's paying for it. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I'm going. I'm, I'm meeting him because he lives in Kuwait, right? Okay. So he's like, let's meet in London let's meet in- and, and okay. you know do a thing for I'm like, yeah, dad, I miss you. <laughs> so I was like, yes. I'm like looking up all my London contacts. I'm like, who do I know? <laughs> Get my crepes fun. ready. I'm like, what do they wear in London? The track suits? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the track suits. You got you to gotta just be able to, uh, you know. Talk a little gangster, and that's grime right there. Grime so you're right probably going to be a grime artist. In it. <laughs> in it, you know? There you go. Half of it is there. I that's got it. grime dreams in the grime scene, man. <laughs> ah, that's too funny. Legit. Uh, so how about you guys? Were you guys you guys going to... Um, Hibba's been sending me like this cool Pakistan stuff in the group. Yes. Oh, like, my god. Go to Pakistan. She's, uh, she's uh, definitely in love with Pakistan right now. But uh, at this, we're, we're planning to go next year. Uh, it looks year. beautiful. Summer. Yeah. Oh, it's opening. It, the thing is, here. here's a little backstory on, on the whole tourism scene in Pakistan. So what happened was uh, when the terrorism and all that stuff was happening, um, because those areas are really, you know, like nat- nature is abundant there. So there's a lot of mountains, a lot of uh, wood mountains, there's hide. a lot of places to hide, caves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So It's like ter- the ultimate hide and seek. Exactly. Yeah. So terrorists, basically, they uh, they were just stationed there. Uh, so all the military army, anybody was trying to get in there. It was super, super hard. But it took us more than a decade to to get them out to basically just uh, eradicate, like completely eliminate everybody that was there. Um, and now, now they're opening up again. So tourism is just gaining a lot of attraction slowly. And now a lot of social media influencers, people that travel a lot, they're going there. They're getting paid sponsorships as well, which is why it's booming again. So t- now our plan is 
we, we got to get there and then check out most of the places there before, you know, it gets it's... too popular. And then some places might shut down. Some places, you know, might just get so many people there that they're somewhat destroyed. Mm-hmm. We want to check that out. But at the same time, really um, see how, how the situation is there. Because we lived uh, pretty much, I, I lived 21 years of my life there. And I have been to those places, I think, just one time. So now in the I, north, what town yeah. is this? Um, what's the town in the north? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Uh, you got it. It's where well, they they eat chopli kebabs there. Yeah, Ooh, you, I know. Yeah. I watched the thing. Mark Wayne went to Pakistan. <laughs> you know, he just went again. He went again because he really of, liked uh, it. The I Pepsi. think the Pepsi or the Coke. I think Coke is sponsored him again. To so which is again. great. That's yeah, crazy. That's sounds awesome. good. Um, but the place is called I forgot what is, is it called. It, Peshawar. Peshawar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Peshawar, I went to last year, first time. I mean, there was a lot of construction going on, but but I saw a few things. But I would say that is compared to the northern areas, it's nothing compared to that. It's not. That place is, okay, to get food and stuff. Yeah. But there are a few forts, which are pretty cool. Like, you can go check it out. But I would say that if you really want to see, that's like Gilgit. That's like uh, Sawat. Those are the bigger, like, where you see those lakes with those colors. Yeah, the mountains. And those, the mountains. So you can go actually go all the way to those Himalayas and go all the way to the border of China. So those are the main areas, which is mostly for like you know tourists and all that but shower is kind of it's, like a it's city. very busy mm-hmm. yeah it's a busy city it's i would say like they have few things like chapel kebab like you said and mm-hmm. like uh, uh oh yeah so they they have a place it's called chersi thika uh what's now, that now if you know so thika is basically it's it's a form of meat it's it's very popular in pakistan it's, it's like smaller, you do it on coals right yeah so it's you, smaller like, like kebabs pieces of meat like grilled yeah, meat. exactly grilled grilled meat really really tasty uh but chersi the first word of it uh if you're a pakistani you know what a chersi is chersi is basically a pot smoker or you know <laughs> so the name of that place is chersi thika so re- really, it's a the, the first time yeah. I went, I didn't smoke back then. So I, I was just like, oh, my God, do they put chers in there? Like chers, chers is <laughs> pot, right? Is like, so yeah. chers pot, chersy is, you know, Yo, who does it? whoever does it. So I was like, oh, my God, are they putting that in there? Uh, now, if I go there and if I know they're putting it in there, I just consume all of it. But uh, <laughs> no, it was uh, it was really, really good. The funny thing is that Hiba just said that she went to Peshawar the first time in her life last year. She lives, when she was in Pakistan, she lives literally an hour and a half away from there. What? And she's never been there. Wow. Because like, uh, wow. okay, now my aunt is like. <laughs> I have everything my... I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did not ad- even know until last year that it's so close. I thought maybe it's like far, far away or something. Like I never went there. But the only reason we never went, it's super. Like if in, in summers, it's so hot. Like, it goes like above like. 50 so it's crazy hot people have like air conditioning in their kitchens and it's Excuse still there like <laughs> and they even have in they're like kitchens. sweating and they're still sweating it's so crazy because my mom would tell because she's been there and quite that's a just bit the shower or um i mean peshawar and few other areas it gets really peshawar in the north you'd think it'd be cooler because it's near the mountains kind of and yeah you would think but it gets pretty hot pretty okay. hot yeah. And where, where, where were you living in? I was in Islamabad okay. mostly, but uh, I lived a little bit like 
maybe till my second grade in karachi which he hates on i i love karachi okay okay what's this karachi beef man <laughs> yeah uh, it's nothing karachi people think that you know it's the coolest city in pakistan it's not it's lahore <laughs> <laughs> rep it so like what's each town ta- i know each town has like a certain thing they're known for so oh. what's what's lahore what are you holding down in lahore? culture man? and food that's it culture for what do you guys yeah. eat in lahore uh what do we eat mm-hmm. everything uh i'm not even kidding at one time one of the most popular dishes in uh in lahore or pakistan i would say uh the meat that was being put in by the shopkeepers was actually a donkey meat but we were consuming that as well hey man yeah. as long as it tastes Yo, good we'll, sudan we'll had the same thing <laughs> really <laughs> yeah there was like like all the muslims got together like the butcher alliance and like they were just like yo we gotta make some profit here <laughs> yeah so that's what they did and then for the longest time i don't even know how long was this going on and i'm pretty sure i was consuming food there uh i don't know i might have just eaten a donkey or a kota anybody <laughs> from uh you know pakistan listening but yeah <laughs> that's that's funny um lahore is very famous for basically food street um, food street food you would have you you probably couldn't go uh one kilometer or one mile without finding like at least five different stores that sell just food uh and it's like safe is okay like now that you're in canada you probably your stomach has changed very let's admit it you guys are weak your stomachs now yeah Mm -hmm. so when when you go back to pakistan i don't know i'm probably gonna get sick the first first meal after the first meal i'm gonna get sick but i don't care (laughs) Well, I feel like I it's mostly just street food because, like, in Sudan, we have the same thing. Like, the restaurants are okay, but when you go like, to the street food because they don't really abide by the okay, laws. Okay, so yeah. I, what I'm going to say, because, uh, so first time when I ever went, that's when I visited Koita. That's when I got sick. And I don't know what I got sick from. Like, I and was Koita is another city in Pakistan, right? Uh, yeah, it, that's in Balochistan. That's the area which was kind of, like taken over by all the it's, terrorists uh, and it stuff. Is, it okay. is dangerous. It yeah. is dangerous. Like still for, to this day. It's still, still anyway. like when I went there, like uh, for even to be like, they, ne- they don't like army over mm-hmm. there. So the people who were going around with us, we couldn't go by ourselves. So we had people to escort us everywhere, right? So even those people would wear regular clothes because if they wear like army, they would be targeted. Oh, so they are very right. anti-army, anti-whatever government. So... But at the same time, I don't know. I was not eating from vendors outside. I was eating strictly from the nicer restaurants and everything. Even then, I got sick. Ooh. So I was, I got like drips. I was in hospital. It kind of, I was bummed out. But this last year when I went there, I was like, I'm going to prepare myself beforehand before going there. So tap water and this beforehand, <laughs> you know, not washing some of the fruits, eating, eating like that like... and um, doing that. But uh, that really helped, honestly. Like when I went there, I actually went to those street vendors and I ate a few things. But I would make sure like they're not like a lot of bees on there. Like make sure those vendors <laughs> just... were actually doing, Check you know, it's not like too disgusting. They're cleaning it with like, you know, water. But yeah, I enjoyed the street food. So this time around next year, I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah. And we're going to prepare beforehand to get the immune system ready A for that of kind of stuff. probiotics. I yeah. heard that works like um, uh, like yogurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else has probiotics in it? Um, kimchi. Mm-hmm. Stuff kimchi like, has pro- wow. Yeah, kimchi is full of probiotics. Really? Even more than yogurt. Yeah, it's just packed. Any fermented thing, like it's yogurt. fermented, yeah. Okay. Um, even like we booze need- and all that would, would, I think mostly beer. Beer would have it. Okay. I feel like kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's been the, <coughs> the go-to these days. Yeah, Lenny so, boy. 
So for Balochistan, we were just talking about it being dangerous again. Very recent stuff. Pretty sad, but uh, you know, you know, it's a, uh, it's to the point. I think, I think the whole province wants some sort of uh, separation from Pakistan because uh, they're they feel like that they're very neglected. Um, and uh, yeah, militants there in uh, in Balochistan. I think two days ago or something, they they stopped five passenger buses that were just traveling through. They stopped them, went inside the buses, checked ID cards of uh, a few people uh, or everybody, and offloaded about sixteen passengers from those uh, buses, and they just gunned them down. So wow, yeah, it's it, it's pretty bad um, up there, especially if you are from uh, Punjab, which is the other province. This they don't like like us like from there. They don't like them. But and honestly, I don't blame them sometimes. The thing is, like a lot of like they they are the one who mainly have the gas, right? So we mm-hmm. get our whole country mostly gas from there, like and all that. But we don't give them enough credit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We don't give them, and then they don't get much stuff. We just take it away from them. So I feel why the whole thing is coming, which is. We are doing that to them. Yeah. They feel that way. They feel like they are not being heard, which is true as well, to be honest. So I- is there like a clear distinction between Punjabis and Baluchis? Like, is there a physical like, um, or is yeah, it mostly linguistic? To a and- little point, yeah, you can. Because if, if I've lived there, like I can definitely tell 100%. Just by how you look. So how do the yeah. how do Baluchi people, what are their features? They, they a- do look a lot like batons, like mm-hmm. their features. And you would confuse them from Peshawar people as well. Yeah. In Balochistan, but their language, then they have their own Pashtun. They have their own like certain like things that you would be able to tell. But like Sinth and Punjab, you can definitely tell the difference. Like the the culture, I would say, even though you know same country and same everything, but the culture is a little different as well. So you could actually tell by how a person just you know yeah the dress it, the, like the, the dress mannerisms <clears throat> the mannerisms exactly mm-hmm. the dressing the the way they talk uh, language so there's a lot the of dialect that, yeah the dialect is as the well. biggest so when you, one when you're speaking Urdu which is the official language even or not the official but the national language you still would uh you know you can still tell one person's he's from Punjab he's from Sindh by the Sindh. accent exactly yeah the, uh, yeah. the, the like Urdu is a dominant language in every area but even then you know the dialects are different so it's not that hard to distinguish but uh usually just like uh Hiba said if you are like a military person or if there's it's a convoy going they can they have the knowledge of usually okay whether it's a military thing military convoy going then yeah we can target that but again, uh, you know, political stuff, it, it political happens rebuttals. everywhere. It mm-hmm. happens everywhere. Yeah. Uh, in Canada, we've got Quebec, you know, kind of like Canadian Balochistan. Canadian Balochistan. So. <laughs> so. I've always wanted to go to uh, Montreal and all yeah. that. Yeah. You know? uh, I want to go there, too. It's it's so so full and rich with all, all the all the heritage and you like know. french america yeah exactly mm-hmm. it, there's so many old buildings there that i really want to go and see uh really immerse in that culture that they have but uh and yeah eat a lot of poutine you know birthplace of it so. yeah legit it's a french food i forgot about that <laughs> yeah. they have like a replica of the notre dame uh speaking of the notre dame yeah, yeah. see that fire fire on the dance floor <laughs> okay so here's the here's the crazy thing um you know put the tinfoil hat on if you guys want but they raised almost a billion dollars since some some of the billionaires have donated close to a billion dollars. Money laundering. Yeah, you know uh, what's what's her face? Um, 
the Spanish uh, actresses, there's Penelope Cruz and then what's the uh, Oh, Selma Hayek. Yes, her husband donated 114 million. He wow. himself, just one person, 114 million. Was the damage that bad? I feel like one million can cover it. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been reading up on it and then a lot of people have just broken it down. They're like, okay, this area was damaged, this area was damaged. And one of the areas which was damaged the most and then supposedly that was that's where it, it hit them the most like in terms of um in terms of value the statues and stuff that were there the sculptures they were all moved beforehand like about mm. a about a month or so ago i'm not necessarily saying okay yeah there's a conspiracy there but for repair or whatever reason they were moved out so the damage would have been just to the building not to the artifacts that were inside yeah so I, I'm pretty sure there would be some here and there, but up to a billion dollars. Wow. Yeah, they're gonna build a whole new cathedral, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like it's, all it's crazy. Out. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But that that goes to show you that you know if everybody just comes together to actually donate some, you could raise some serious money for some we could serious stop, like, problems. Hunger and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Some serious problems. Pay attention to that. But like, the thing is, like, first of all, like. I'm not a fan of like opulent mosques or churches. I feel like that money should be used for the community. Absolutely. You know, um, that is so true. And now there's so many people dying because of hunger. Yeah. So. <laughs> so many broke people going to the yeah. mosque who, you know, you hear about that one presidential candidate who wants to give everybody a thousand dollars a month. Oh, really? Okay. Not Bernie, it's not Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I, 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 it's like his cousin. It's like somebody who's kind of <laughs> like him. Is it Bernie Sandals? Bernie Sandals, <laughs> Bernie Sandals resorts. Um, yeah, it's his name is Andrew Yang. He's Asian, and he wants to give everybody a thousand dollars per month. Wow! Um, everybody, regardless of like how much you make. Um, okay. Yeah. Wow. This that's that's pretty that. good. Uh-huh. So like, honestly, I'm tied between Bernie and him because I'm Come like, on, Bernie, Bernie wants for to pay the my win. loans. I'm not paying my loans intentionally. I've been putting them off. I've been stalling. <laughs> like, I gotta stall for three, four years, man. <laughs> ah, that's that's too funny. Just keep stalling. And now, Heba just loves Bernie Sanders. Um, every single post or anything that comes by, she the moment she sees anything without even reading she's like oh bernie sanders i'm just like okay <laughs> what burn. about him <laughs> it could be oh yeah bernie sanders would identify somewhere you know he was just in that city and everybody's go like oh bernie sanders he was in detroit i saw that post yeah i saw that <laughs> i feel like that was like a convergence of eminem and bernie in your mind like, <laughs> It was also a huge fan of uh, Eminem. Yeah, we both and actually. Eminem. We both yeah. are. We both are. Like, we the... wouldn't be married like if it was not for Eminem. Oh, talk about like... that. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so the origin. That was story. one of the, year the reasons. Was 2010. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah. So one of the biggest reasons we actually, or one of the main reasons we actually started talking was because Eminem. So we first met um, in Islamabad. I was I was there to play my. Um, tournament uh tennis tournament i used to play uh in pakistan and then hiba was there because she was supporting her friend so after the tournament was done we were just there was this award ceremony that was going on so we were all oh, part yeah, of that's it and what I... she was sitting there and uh yeah so we started talking because she was that big of an eminem fan that she had a shirt with that you know the backwards e oh my god yeah, yeah 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 so i i was able to identify it right away because you know i was equally big into eminem so i saw that and i was like oh hey <laughs> about that shirt so and, that e isn't the right way you know that right what is that a three but uh, no um that's that's what we yeah what we and the talking. thing is at that point like my most friends in pakistan you see they all follow bollywood 
Like yeah. they they love on and even if it, it's like American or Hollywood, they're like more pop and stuff. Like nobody would wanna listen to it with me. And I'm like, oh, this guy, I found one guy who I can talk and listen to Eminem talk about it, like you know, twenty four seven, just that, <laughs> yeah. and it's fine. So that's where like we started talking. Yeah, I was a I was a fan girl for sure. <laughs> so, you know what Eminem song I really like that's really underrated, Stan. Oh. Uh, absolutely uh, <laughs> it was i don't know um some magazine voted it as the best hip-hop song of all time i mean it's definitely it's underrated i think it's it's for it, eminem too because he has a lot of good songs the storytelling in that is is just insanely good it's uh it's definitely up there with some of the other great songs uh, if not the best of best ever, it's definitely one of the best. Yeah, the, for dude, sure. yeah. He kill, the dude kills himself at the end of the spoiler alert <laughs> in the music video. Oh, did you know? Uh, so there is a in 2012 Eminem's album. I don't know which one oh, it was yeah, it? Marshall this... Mathers LP two or something like that. There's a second version of it. Wait, he in just 2012 now. wasn't the one. It was I'm not afraid that one. No, no, no. no, no, no. That was that's... 2010. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 2012 or 13. I I can't. At that point, I honestly didn't listen to Eminem as religiously, just because you know, it just you sounded... weren't on your dean, man. <laughs> You're slacking. <laughs> no, no, no. It was uh, it, it's just because his, his stuff was sounding very repetitive, and he was just going very political with everything that he was doing. I still followed him, but not as religiously. But he had one track in there. I think it was "Bad Guy." Maybe I think yeah. It's basically um, you know, in Stan, he talks about his brother Matthew. He so, actually has a brother? No, Stan's, Stan's brother. Oh, yeah, he's his younger brother. Yeah, yeah he's like, uh, you could have si- signed the autograph for my brother. Something like that. But yeah. my brother you were Matthew. too busy and you went yeah. in your yeah. car. Yeah. And I yeah. cried in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the bad guy, I think. So that's the track. I could be wrong again. Yeah, it's like. But it's from uh, his perspective, Matthew's perspective. And he gets to kill Eminem at the end. So he takes the takes, uh, revenge yeah. for not signing yeah. the autograph. It's pretty deep. That song, I was like, uh, he released it now, right? Yeah. So he didn't release it back then. He just did it. So yeah, that's go, pretty crazy. You can go right out uh, and then turn uh, right, ne- like the next door. The first door. Yeah, first door right there. Yeah. yeah. Stan, what if it's like a, there's like a plot twist and Machine Gun get Machine Gun Kelly oh, is man, actually that I just kid feel like up. the Machine Gun Kelly he got so much followers because of this diss song because. Eminem destroyed it, in my opinion. Like I swear, he, he won. But I heard conspiracies that were like, he, him, and Eminem were like colluding. So it was like he was like, "Listen, boy, I'm gonna pass the torch to you. So we're gonna pretend to fight, and then you're gonna get popular." And I don't think so, because the thing the is, for Islands. Eminem, he he's he has a reputation. He doesn't care where you are, what you are. He if he's trying to destroy you, he will. Like, lyrically, right? Yeah. He will destroy you. With and for Machine Gun Kelly, his song. Okay, I did listen to it quite a bit because I kind of liked it. But at the same time, uh, to me, it was like stating facts, which Eminem already has already said about himself. So, I mean, you're just telling, okay, Eminem this and that. And, you know, Eminem already has addressed those things. And he is saying, yeah, that those are the things. So uh, I don't know why. What was the point of the song? It's like it's like redundant, like when like you order Domino's on Postmates. Like Grubhub, like it's super, like he was just going in circles. Yeah, I, I could sense that too. And I felt like he was kind of, he didn't want to offend Eminem as much as he could. Yeah. I felt like he was kind of walking on eggshells, like I'm going I'm to jab you uh, a little bit and then see what happens. Jab, yeah, see, see what, what happens. happens uh, like if he replies and then he did. Yeah. But I mean, that song was pretty killer. What song was the response called? Uh, I don't know the name of it. 
I'm pretty bad with names. I I listen to so many people, and then when uh, Ahmed asked me, "Do you know this guy? You know this song, right?" Like I don't know about the guy, but I do know the song. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just gotta listen to it. I'm like uh, Shazam. Like I gotta listen to it to recognize it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Yeah. Um. You said you wanted to go to a concert with Ahmed, right? And Eminem. A, a, like a last for for a farewell tour or whatever farewell tour i don't know when is he doing like if he does anything i know it's not gonna be in calgary vancouver. vancouver yeah mm. definitely vancouver so like if he does it like that would be your last chance to ever to actually go to his concert because yeah. pretty sure how old is he like 40 it's a way above 40 i mean he still has some years he could still you yeah i mean Haley? his Haley's like huge now I, I don't know. I don't follow her that much. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she she's grown up now, basically. Yeah. Like back then, listening to his music, she used to be like the baby, the kid. Yeah. <laughs> and like time is time has flown by. Yeah. Back when he was like the only white rapper. Now we have like so many. But honestly, like his style and his like his lyrics, like they're phenomenal. Like he writes it and he does all that. It's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. The flow and all. It's like I, that's one he of the reasons we just like loved it. I, and I love his persona, the Slim Shady. That that was like used to be my favorite. Mm. I like Marshall Mathers and all, but like that used to be like the fun guy, the the that crazy was a, yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Those all yeah. songs, they're still like I listen to them. I I'm not bored of it. Like these new songs. Like, I get sick of them after listening to a certain point, right? You, think it's you, you just need more. Did he stop smoking? Who? Eminem, do you think that's why? I don't know if he was smoking a lot. I think he was on a lot of other Valium and stuff, right? Popping a lot of other stuff. Yeah, so he was doing a lot of those things compared to, I think, weed. Because, I mean, to me, if you say weed as an artist, like Snoop Dogg would come like right away. Like, you know, those other artists would come more in my head compared to Eminem. I wouldn't link that because they he doesn't even talk about it that much anyways in his songs it's like like he would talk point. about like valium and all these songs like drugs but not weed as much so yeah. don't know <laughs> i mean yeah, when you get to that level i mean things just kind of everything it gets crazy yeah. yeah yeah so it's like that's not even like literally considered. anybody who you know is in music industry you know they are linked to certain any some, some sort kind some some sort of drugs doesn't matter like it's demi lovato like she overdosed in demi lovato yeah but that's what i'm saying like it doesn't matter which level you are mm-hmm. as like it, when you get to that level you just like you get exposed to so much i don't know why demi lovato gets grilled so much on like twitter i have you, no idea i don't even follow or anything but i did, did hear about that instance and with the, uh, no not, not the not the overdose there was another incident when remember when everyone found out that um that rapper was British, was 21 Savage. Yeah. And everyone was grilling him on Twitter. So oh everybody was making fun of him and the memes. And then she joined in. And then as soon as she joined in, oh, she gosh. got like butchered. Like, how dare you? You are a Latina woman. <laughs> Immigration is a serious issue. You oh, wow. Yeah, she was. And like, it was, I mean, it was it was funny when she was getting grilled. But like at the same time, um, people were being hypocritical. Because like, it's just, I guess it's just fun to like grill people. Yeah, it is. Especially when they're popular. Yeah, that you you get into public eye like you you can't just no have more. like you can just randomly say your opinion. You gotta think about the consequences, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when you're in the public eye, that's one of the biggest ones, I think. Yeah, just tracking and making sure you know you keep your you check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah. So um, so is Ahmed really leaving tomorrow? 
Um, we are trying to go to the Outer Banks, so that's okay. what we planned. Good, good. Uh, yeah, so like I've heard so much about North Carolina Outer Banks, but I've never seen it. And They're far. Most people just go to Myrtle six, Beach because it's closer. Yeah, that's six true. Hours. It's like six hours something. Shit, yeah. Yeah, but like I want to go see it at least like at to least be once. like, okay, judge it. Like, okay, is it good enough? Because um, I was reading this. Uh, there was a video I tagged Amazon. The first beach is supposed to be in Hawaii, the best one in America. And the second is NC. And I couldn't believe it. Really? Where yeah. is Outer Banks? Yeah. Like I what mean, were they judging the beach on? They're like, I have no idea, but I couldn't. And, like, and they're okay. So there's this one uh, be, uh, beach called Corolla, that area where there are wild horses on the beach. There's wild horses? Yes. Wild horses on the beach. That's legit. That's what they have. Corolla, which is crazy okay. yeah yeah that's what i was like what yeah and then if you see on the there's it's not uh that much popular because i tried to search pictures of that area i saw a lot of pictures but not as much as other places so i think it's very underrated and like very like not that much popular that's why it's like Those i would want to go more because they're not gonna be that many people like that's the best exactly. part. It's secluded. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of like um, industry tourist places. Where yeah, it's, like, like Myrtle Beach is okay to me. It's not one of those places where people hype it so much. Myrtle Beach is trash. Yeah, I it mean, was disgusting when I went. The beach was we couldn't even walk on the okay. beach. Okay, it was all literally like trailer people. Like racist yeah, especially people. if you go around spring break, it's crazy. Or Memorial Day weekend, oh. bike week. <laughs> yeah, because you know everybody from everywhere because. That's the closest place for us as well in North Carolina. So Even, yeah, it's we all than go there. The Outer Banks, mm-hmm. definitely closer than the Outer Banks. Um, yeah, when I went to I went to Cancun, and mm-hmm. did you guys go to Mexico yet? No, we didn't. We we that's what we were planning on mm-hmm. going there, but then we ended up coming here because he couldn't get that many days off. Yeah, so I'm like that wouldn't make any sense to go somewhere and not be able to go for at least a week. Mm-hmm. So and then uh, this was a long weekend for Ahmed so he got a couple of days from that nice. and then take two more days off and we got so Cancun's yeah. legit though you um it's like it is industry it's really crowded but what you gotta do is I was telling Ahmed you gotta stay Ahmed's back <laughs> you gotta stay in like the um you gotta stay in downtown Cancun it's mm-hmm. a little dangerous but it's worth it it's super okay. cheap and like so it's not when people say dangerous on like travel advisor and mm-hmm. Groupon or whatever I feel like the standards for us, for dangerous, is very different. Like, as a person, a Sudanese man, like, I've seen shit. You know, I've been to places where I was, you know, you're not supposed to go. Like, it's not that bad. Like, the worst that's going to happen is someone's going to, the maid's going to steal your wallet. Okay. I mean, you just got to be careful. You got to be vigilant. That's all. Yeah. And I'm vigilant anyway with my phone, like, you know, third world mentality. You know, I don't (laughs) leave my phone out. You know, I have that because, you know. So, um, you just got to stay secluded in downtown. And then you just take the bus to the playa the beach mm-hmm. and like the coco bango places where everyone goes coco bango you just oh, go what yeah coco bango you, you go to the you go to the taxi driver and say yeah coco bango and he says yeah coco bango see si, see si. like, uh, that sounds really funny coco bango man and it's like a, it's the name of a club in cancun so that's where everybody congregates and dude you can put the grapes on the table man it's like a roman uh symposium mm. at the grapes and the hors <laughs> I think there's blueberries there too. Oh, sorry. blueberries are Canadian delicacy. I know that. I know really? they grow in the in the north. Yeah, they grow in like Alaska, Canada. Hmm. Yeah, they grow in Vancouver. 
They're big in oh, Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, uh, Vancouver? Remember? Okay, yeah. so this is so funny. When my mom came, so that's like first time we ever went to Vancouver. We took like a whole week to explore. And it's so crazy, so cool. You go anywhere, I swear, they're like raspberries everywhere. Like wild grown. Really? And I have eat. I I just ate it, bunch of them, and I was like walking, and I'm just eating them from the side. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was too funny. Uh, me, Rahan, Farhan, <laughs> we were uh, you know, whenever we went with them to like a park or something like that, and then we would basically be walking to towards a place we were supposed to go. So we were walking, and then we just go like, oh, where's Hiba and Auntie? And then we just look behind, and then they're nowhere to be seen. Then we'd have to go back, and then they're basically on the side of a... They would have a bag of all blueberries filled, and they're still just like, okay, picking out blueberries and just eating right there. And you, you see bears doing that, and then, you know, people are taking pictures, but I was I whipped my camera out, and I was like, okay, let me take their picture doing this. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's like Hansel and Gretel with berries. Like, they drop the berries yeah. wherever they go. It's like a trail of... Dude, fruit. every single place we went, they they had a bag full of it. But even then, they were just stopping by and still they were oh, buying berries and they were eating berries as well. Like they're yeah. it, it's crazy. That's legit. Yeah, that's something my family would do too. That's something that like yeah, like even in Sudan, like that's what you do. There's these places in Sudan where you go. It's like um like a garden area. You pay to get in, so it's like it's like really cheap. Like you go, mm-hmm. you picnic there, and then there's like mango trees everywhere. So like you can, it's like mm. all you can pick. Wow, mango yeah. trees. We need to go oh, to Sudan. That, that you guys got to visit Sudan. Wanna, yeah. You guys would like it. I mean, right now there's like a political revolution. So let's let that fizzle out a little bit. <laughs> let's see where that goes. For, yeah. like, Fair enough. Hopefully. I think like after this fizzles down, visa processes are going to get really easy. And like it's going to mm-hmm. become more open to tourism because the government nice. we did have was like a super backwards, like Islamist, like mm-hmm. bullshit government was like manipulating religion to control people, all that. Oh, yeah. Hell, One of those. Like, yeah. Like I'm not, I'm never a fan of like religion and politics, that is, regardless of the majority of the people. Absolutely. In that country, you know, that, that's the biggest problem with, I, I feel like in most Muslim countries, when you look around, that is what's happening. When they try to. They actually have, you know, religion and government have, has become just, they, they have put that in their constitution and stuff. And then that's, that's where the problem comes for minorities especially you know your minorities that are there they're just always they're going to be treated really badly after that whenever that happens exactly and uh, it's it's very sad but people in uh in pakistan they actually feel a lot more pain for muslims getting mistreated elsewhere in the world than they would feel the pain for minorities that they are mistreating themselves which which is the saddest part so till, till you fix that yourself you can't really point fingers at other countries and go like oh you are treating you're mistreating your minorities yeah honestly all the muslim countries i think are like still post civil rights still post that era and like they're like in the middle ages dude in yeah in terms of treating minorities you're yeah you're right you know um and then muslims well, then we come here and we, we complain about islamophobia i'm like look at your ass like, what's, yeah, your, exactly. what's your cousin doing over there that's, talk that's, about that? the, that's what i get like um and i like i have my cousins i'm not gonna take any names but i have cousin who would be like you know when the gay marriages got legalized in u.s and like you know like i'm looking at their posts and i'm like what is going on there Okay. Like, what are they? Hell, why? Like, why? Like that. Yeah, like not burning hell, but like t- talking against it and all that. It's not even there in Pakistan. Like, why yeah. are you? Like, you still have your oppression. Tr- huh? Yeah, yeah, you just like you're not even doing things right in your country, but now you're gonna tell other countries what they can do and according. So according to us, uh, they are not supposed to do this and all that, right? That because of our religion, you can't just say like, oh, you, they shouldn't do it because. Because of our religion, they just try to put everything into that perspective. It's like a superiority. Yeah, thing. you just like we are better because mm. 
because of this, because mm-hmm. of that. It's just so crazy. Being, being religious to have faith is a beautiful thing. You know, uh, if you are religious and then you have, you know, you, you have faith, anything goes wrong and then you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to look towards God and then he's going to make everything right. That's a beautiful thing. You know, having that faith is very, very good. But being religious to just feel superior to everybody else and actually in your mind feeling that, which happens with a lot of people. And I've noticed that growing up uh, in Pakistan, I actually um, I actually went to a school for three years to actually memorize Quran, which I did. And honestly, in that in that time period, I came across a lot of people who, who were very religious. They were imams of the mosque and stuff. But at the end of the day, the way they talked about other people the way they treated other people it, it, it just wasn't right you know first of all we are humans first thing first we are humans and then you regardless of whatever you believe regardless of whatever you um you follow at the end of the day you know you have to be human rights which religion sometimes you know just comes on top of it and then you you mistreat people because of it no and I, that's I don't not think what religion, religion te- teaches that's not what religion mm-hmm. teaches you you be- you become that in your head just because you know you're following it and the other person doesn't follow you think that they're it's all not like, even about mind. following it's like if certain person is doing slightly different than you are you just assume oh, yeah. it like you're the right one oh, yeah, that, yeah. that's, that's the biggest like, narcissism yeah <laughs> this, this is probably like okay Religious if somebody sees like uh, my uh, my so my aunt she shifted from saudi arab and she came to um pakistan she so they all just like kind of like you know they moved. had all the views and the so there so she used to praise her the way she put hands while, while praying everybody would be like okay what is she she's doing it wrong she's going to a, like uh she's uh, because of wahhabis in uh yeah. saudi that's why she's doing it this is wrong like rather than like it's just her her way of expressing no no, that's wrong. She got to do it this way now. Yeah. You know, that's the problem. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the worst. I remember once when I was young, uh, I went to a mosque and I had this Tupac shirt. Mm-hmm. And it had like Tupac with like felt. And it was a really, really nice shirt. It was from Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I wore it to the mosque. And then the imam, who was like my dad's friend, like he lived in our neighborhood. He looks at me. And at the end, after the mosque, everybody's done. We pray and everyone's walking out. He's like, hey, hey salam alaikum. And my dad's like, don't wear that shirt anymore. He's not a good person. And I'm like, listen, dude, he was a Muslim. Shakur. <laughs> that's gratitude. You should have just yelled thug life in his face and then, you know, just walked away. Yeah. And he would have been like, what? I mean, I mean, I was in the mosque at that point. So, like, I had to walk out first. Oh, okay. I need to make sure I was safe. <laughs> you know? But, um. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. I was, uh, you know, when I was playing tennis in, in Pakistan, oh, yeah, when I was a kid. So, I used to, uh, I didn't, I didn't drive there myself. And when my brother wouldn't be able to drop me, I used to just transit. So, take buses and stuff. I was walking one time and I was wearing shorts. Of course, I'm going to go play tennis. I'm not going to wear shalwar kameez and then, you know, just go play tennis. That, that would be baller, though. <laughs> right? I'm, that in my mind right <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have seen people do it. I've actually probably played one once or twice myself, but that was only on the fly and not really prepping for it beforehand. Yeah. But anyways, I was wearing that. And then this this imam, I, I was, I think, about 15 years old at that point. This imam came out of the, like, he was uh, hanging outside the mosque um, and he saw me. And then he basically came up to me and he was like, next time I see you wearing those shorts, I'm going to break your legs. I to- I to- pulled my racket out. I was 15 at that time and I was an aggressive kid. I pulled my racket out at that time. I was like, I'd love to see you try that. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, it's it's just so stupid. Like, you know, why are you interfering with other people that are just walking on the road? I have never seen you before. I don't know you. Why are you coming up to me and going like, next time I'm just going to break your legs? Just yeah. because, okay, you don't wear shorts. Yeah, like... That's- 
I mean, dude, I can make you some shorts if you want. Like, you can <laughs> buy him some shorts. Like, why is he hating? <laughs> well, they do they pull do. up their shawar to the point where it's almost shorts, you know. Yeah. So it's way above ankles. <laughs> so it's like above almost a caprice. I heard like new knees are like the this, like the level. Yeah, of yeah, level, level of sutter. Yeah, sutter. Is that the word sutter? Sutter. Yeah, sutter. that's where you're. You're like for women, it's like different. For men, it's like from your navel to your below yeah. knees. Right? Wow, wow. You, you have you so know much your knowledge stuff. there. Yeah. I've heard the belly button thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's why, like, when you go, like, to Omar, like, you do the pilgrimage. Yeah. The most, you got to, like, wear the, the white thing on the white Yeah, yeah on, on right on there and then, like, above ankle. So, I, I don't know, like, the whole thing of, like, your pants should not go below your ankle ankles which okay. i don't know that is the corny deal. those are the corny muslims yeah those are the muslims if you see a dude who has his pants over his ankles uh-huh. like you just gotta walk away that's like some <laughs> zachary nike that, 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 that's yeah. right there but honestly i mean like you know hipsters they tied their pants above so that's they're true. they're good muslims I, but are they appro- <laughs> they're appropriating hipsters are appropriating your culture <laughs> hey as long as they're tying their pants up maybe that's that's what's uh, gonna they're get observe- them included yeah, they're observing the, the sunnah um yeah, I think it's what they do because, um, like, it's like something that the Prophet Muhammad did, where he yeah. wore his his. Um, but like, we make it like, oh, if you don't do it, that means you can't even pray that anymore because yeah. like uh, it has to be certain way in order for you to do. Okay, I'm trying to connect with God. I don't think that would matter yeah, as I don't, much. Yeah, God wouldn't care. I came into this world naked, yo. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think so. God would care because you know you're a centimeter below your ankles, and he's gonna go like, okay, you you this spent forty minutes accepted. praying. Yeah. Forty minutes yeah. praying. I'm not gonna count that. It was oh, one man. centimeter below. And then like you fail your test the next day, and you're like, oh man, my pants <laughs> a little too short. And that was it. That was it. Yeah, it was. Oh, I should have just. I should have been <laughs> pious. Hey, what happened? I studied a lot, but you know, at the end of the day, my my pants were just a little bit below. That's why I failed. I studied a lot. I spent a year studying, but that's why I failed. Oh, well, I guess I'm not going to medical school, mom. <laughs> that's the thing. I feel like Muslim parents are super hypocritical in, in, in ways oh, like yeah. that. So like they'll be, want you to be, good, be a good Muslim, but if you were studying for the MCAT, and your mom found out there was a test bank with the, all the exact answers, she would get you that shit even if it was illegal. Oh, 100%. <laughs> she does not give a shit. Oh, 100%. Yeah, the thing is, it's 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 just like for for everybody, you know, so that's some in my life at least that I've come across that are pretty religious. At the end of the day, if some of this, some of the things are going to, um, you, you know, suit you, you're going to alter the religion just a little bit to include that it's it's very weird it's very weird but yeah so like the way you justify is okay so my son's gonna be a doctor so he's gonna heal people right <laughs> healing is good and healing is good for the humanity and the way he has to do that <laughs> is by lying and it's all okay um that's yeah. that's the like you know what sect i love um shia the shia sect i'll tell you why i love them because they have this thing and so I took, I, I'm super into like religions and stuff. So I would study them in, in co- college. I took these classes mm-hmm. and then this really cool thing in their, in their tradition where they don't believe in church and state. People don't know this, but they don't believe in combining. Um, so they don't oh. believe in having like a, well, there's two schools of thought in Shiism. There's like the Persian one, which is the Ayatollah and they, they're very much like government. Yeah. And then there's the other one before the Ayatollah. Oh. They had no concept of church and st- of uh, having their own. Is it, state is it or... the Smileys? No, no, no. So no, Smileys is just a very little it's the branch same. of Shias, mm-hmm. but you, the main, he's talking about the main, main school. I so, thought there mm-hmm. were only two There's two. Types. Yeah. There's like the 11ers uh, and 12. Yeah. I'm not too um, definite about like that, but I know in the main um, one before like the Iranian revolution mm-hmm. that was like the thing that changed Shiism forever because like 
I, yeah, I totally was debating. Yeah. He was like, we need to have a Muslim state, a Shia state. That's why before, if you look at the pictures of Iran, yeah. it's super secular. So, and, and, they, and like the scholars Afghanistan were there Even used to be before this whole thing happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was like a wave. I think like the Iranian revolution like triggered like a huge wave of like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So in, in Pakistan as well. Same thing oh, yeah. happened, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. But, you know, finish off uh, what you were saying. Um, yeah, so, like, they have the two schools of thought. And then um, in the in the Shia tradition, they don't believe in church and state because they believe that power corrupts absolutely. So if you have a Muslim state, the Muslim leaders or whatever, or it's going to corrupt each other. They're going to corrupt each other, and it's going to look bad mm-hmm. for the—and it's going to just—it's not a good mix. Wow. So, yeah, so I, th- I thought it was really—I was like, yo, word to that. And that's why they believe in, like, the Mahdi, right? Like, almost Muslims believe in that, but they believe that the only true Muslim state is when the Mahdi comes. So, like, we Gucci till then. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is actually, wow. I that's was like, true. hell yeah, that's sign so me true. up for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in Pakistan, I'm just uh, going back to that. So the chairman of Ulama Council in Pakistan, when I was uh, in Lahore, when we lived there, he was literally our next door neighbor. Um, the family that lived in that house before they made one of those uh, little ovens outside Tandoor. outdoors. Tandoor, Tandoor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, to to make nuns and stuff. But he was only renting that house. So whenever he would come to Lahore, he would have a place to stay. This guy, um, pretty high up, very very high up cleric. Uh, oh yeah, in the he, Ulama he's like so f- he comes on TVs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, TV and stuff and as stuff well. Yeah, for- so. Uh, so anyway, uh, one time me and my brother we were just on our. Um, on our terrace or a bulk, uh, balcony, whatever you want to call it. And uh, we looked outside. Uh, we could see that tandoor thing. And it was filled up to the brim with bottles of Jack Daniel and, you know, a uh, bunch of other liquor Damn. stuff. And uh, I took pictures of that. And I showed it to my friends after. And then they were like, oh, no, I don't know if I want to believe that. I was like, I took that picture. I don't know Photoshop. And then after a few months, that guy actually came on a TV show. And he was drunk. He was drunk slurring. On he was slurring on the TV show yep. where he's representing. Yeah, Allah yeah, Council. Like, he's talking about. So he was on Pakistani Regis and Kelly, talking about. <laughs> yes. And yes. He was slurring his words. <laughs> yeah. And they stopped the show like cut, cut. Like, yeah. Commercial. No, no, they didn't no, even they stop didn't it. Even the guy, stop. the, the um, TV presenter, he uh, the show, he, he was just basically. You could hear him laugh a couple of times as well, just because he noticed. And this it. was not <laughs> the first time he's been arrested because of having alcohol. In oh, the- guess what his excuse was? What? It was not alcohol. It was olive oil in the bottles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now he's just insane. So he's drinking. Al- oh, oh my god. That's yeah, a- those are the those are the leaders. Then, like you, what would wow. you expect? And people are blindly following their words. That's the crazy. They don't want to believe. That's like, remember? Did you guys hear about that Noman Ali Khan scandal? Mm-hmm. No, I did not hear about the scandal. Oh yeah, what you guys it? are in for a treat. So Ooh. like a year ago, Noman Ali Khan got well, for I guess for our state for like in the Muslim community was considered indecent. But he was so he left his wife um, while she was pregnant. Apparently, apparently he was being a fuckboy. He was cheating on her. And what he would do is. He would go to these lectures and he would woo all the women, you know, all the hijabis. He'd be like, ooh. And then he would, and then he would be like, mm-hmm. and then he would be like, oh, let me get your number. We can talk about uh, Islamic fiqh and, and we can talk about jurisprudence. Oh, wow. And then he'd get their WhatsApp. It was all on WhatsApp too. And he would just hit him up on WhatsApp and then be like, hey, you should come over to my hotel. And he would like get married to them and just like divorce them in a week. And just like, he would just, and he was doing this with like fooling all these women across the world, like in England. And he was like paying them off to shut them up because they were threatening to come out and tell his family. Oh my God. And he had like, 
yeah, he had like all these like baby, not baby mamas. Yeah, I don't get any kids, but he had his texts were hilarious. If you guys can go and see the WhatsApp <laughs> wow. text, anybody listening, I can't believe this right now. They were so corny. Yeah, he would be like, he's like, hey baby, when we were at that restaurant and you were on the stairs above me, couldn't stop looking. Or oh like, my oh god. god. Yeah, or like I want to walk off into the distance with you and the sunset, like bullshit. Oh my like god. That. He was Holy. corny about it. <laughs> Oh my god! It was crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's I was I was shook. And then the thing is, he had so much support. He still lectures. Mm-hmm. He still is doing that. Yeah. After all that. Yeah. And that's bu- that's what like makes me think like why. And you know what he did to manipulate people? He like posted like this whole like Islamic thing about you know when when this person in, in Islamic history was was uh, Ugh, falsely oh accused. God. You know, oh my god. you guys need wow. to stop gossiping about me. Wow. Yeah. That is that is that is so so bad, and I honestly, I mean, like, I did not know about this. So somebody told me about Noman Ali Khan, and then I was like, okay, maybe he's he's one of the nicer ones. It's, he's That's like my no. mom told me, okay, you don't listen to these people, but he's he's, he's your hip. generation. This is he. You should listen to him, and now <laughs> yeah. I'm listening. He's this. too much of our this generation. This is crazy. <laughs> he's too much of our generation. <laughs> He's down and dirty, and the but, funny hey, thing, hey man, he he has got to make it relatable, right? So yeah, that, right. That's what's okay. happening. <laughs> I can totally get with that now. I'm down. I'm down, Nemad. WhatsApp all day, DMs. Um, the funny thing is, when he was uh, when he was doing all this, um, he was coming out with videos talking about how men and women can't be friends. How it was totally forbidden, and it was a sin for men and women. Yeah, dude, he was a hypocrite like that. My he, God, it my is God. not possible. Yeah. To be friends. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, maybe for you, man. Maybe you have a hormonal issue that you need to get checked out. <laughs> yeah. No, man. You know what? Uh, we, we've talked about a bunch about religion now. I think uh, I think we can talk uh, talk about pots more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get back to the, the Mary let's, Jane. Let's so I saw back. edibles in yes. your snaps. Yeah. Uh, so what happened oh, okay, so, <laughs> with that? Uh, I'll, just, uh, I'll just go back <laughs> one day. One day, uh, okay. So twenty four hours ago, actually a little before bit more on than the plane. that. Just before we got on the plane, so Hiba is in the best with uh, edibles. She uh, she usually uh, does not react well to them. So uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, you gotta be you gotta be cautious. So you're not gonna you know take a, a high quantity of it. And uh, we basically we had one twenty, which yeah. was a hundred milligrams uh, for a regular. Regular consumption, I think 12 to 30 milligrams is good. But if you smoke regularly, then, you know, up to 50 milligrams is okay, too. Mm-hmm. But I told her, you know, you, you got to take yeah. a lesser quantity than what you did so last time. So I took, time. like, a little, like, not a little, like, like maybe if you part uh, it in three one third, pieces. One third. We're talking about brownie? Like, no, no, so this was, was a Twinkie. Twinkie. This was oh, a Twinkie. They yeah. make Twinkies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of shit. There's, <laughs> there's they like make Kit Kats. They make Kit Kats. Yeah, yes. So it's, it's all crazy. those. Uh... That's creative. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very creative. <laughs> anyway, th- so this one did not even taste like, you know, usually if, yeah, you're, usually if you're taking an edible, you can smell marijuana in there or you could you could smell or taste it a little bit even yeah taste. but this one just tasted straight Nothing. up like twinkie uh hiba took one-thirds of it i took two-thirds of it by the time we were twinkies just saying so in general <laughs> i keep going <laughs> uh anyway so we get to u.s customs and uh she was fine but she looked at me and she's like your eyes are red as shit and i was like oh my god this is this is gonna be bad because right at that time i could feel it hitting me and i'm just trying to stay as calm and focused in front of the officer as i could <laughs> I, but it was hard and by the time we got into the plane i just sat down and i was like i told her i was like oh my god i, I don't think so. i've ever been this high <laughs> Damn. and i, I did not feel anything so i'm pretty sure he got 
like most my, of the THC. In let, there. let me tell you, my tolerance level is pretty good. I I can I can smoke a lot and still be functional. I can like I even if I'm really really high, I can still function okay. But the plane was just about to take off, and I was my eyes were shut off, and I was like. I was praying. <laughs> I was praying all the Muslim prayers that I know from my childhood. Oh my god! Yes. And I started praying all of them. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was I was thinking of all the worst things, and then you know the paranoia kicked in, and I was like, "Fuck, this is gonna be bad." <laughs> you, you didn't have an episode, thank God, because oh. people like who go out and they freak oh. out, like oh, yeah. plane's gonna crash, and they, they cause a huge oh, scene. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen those videos as well, but thank God, I didn't I didn't do any of it. I he think I just slept, slept for he most just of it. Slept. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty it was pretty fun. It was an experience for sure. So <laughs> that's legit. Yeah, but usually the thing is, um, coming here. That's another that's another thing that uh, I just want to you know talk about a little bit. When I'm coming to US, it's uh, it's always scary getting in front of the customs officers because you don't know if they're gonna check your phone or not. Right? They can do that, right? Oh yeah. So that's uh, US US has uh, US customs officers. They have a lot of authority. Uh, so if you're coming from Canada, they can hold you till even your flight is gone. So they can literally just hold you all day if they wanted to. So no poutine provided. That's no poutine dude. provided. Uh, that's that. Yeah, that's the worst part about all of it. But no, uh, the one time I uh, they stopped me and the guy checked my phone. He didn't ask me to open up the phone. He asked me to give him the password, which I did. He went into my photos, started scrolling through the photos, and then he looked at me. He's like, "Hey, just to let you know." I'm not going to do anything if I find a picture of a joint in there. But if I see you with a bunch of cocaine and stuff, then I'd probably stop you. Or if you have a joint with you right now, then I'd stop you. I was like, okay, no, 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 that's fine. But I I was freaking out because I know that I have some photos of me smoking. Yeah. So I was freaking out. But the guy just like fat, like quickly you know um just scroll through all of it didn't find anything what if they but, go through your, like your tinder well you don't have to hear <laughs> if you did i'm just thinking <laughs> no here's the thing I, i'm th- i'm trying to start up an instagram page which is going to be a little bit of fusion of travel and weed a little bit yo so if i if i do that i was just thinking i have a lot of photos right now i have a lot of photos with weed and joints and stuff you in got there. the vault yeah the vault, man. The, so i was like shit if they check it right now i am gonna come quickly you know delete my google account but they have ways to actually go go in and check whatever's deleted off it as well. So I was it's freaking also out legal there. in Canada though. So like it is legal. What but are they gonna do? No, the U.S. Customs they, they actually can they can complete they can ban you for life from, from coming entering to the U.S. US. It, and Even the funniest thing I, is, wow. The it, funniest thing is that people like here are certain states which are like legal. Yeah, yeah. Certain certain states uh, have it legal here, and then that's the Cali that's the craziest Colo. thing. That, you know, they can, they actually stopped one guy who was a Canadian citizen. He was traveling here. Again, we only know his side of the story. But he said, he came to the media and he said that they asked him if he has ever taken cannabis, you know, recreationally. And he said, yes, they banned him for, from entering U.S. for yeah. life. Wow. Which is, which is the craziest thing that, you know, you have, you have four states here or five states now, which are legal. But you're just not allowing people in because they've consumed marijuana before. That's crazy. Oh. Yeah, the, the, the laws are super bad. I mean, it's still federally illegal. So even dispensaries and like um, edible arrangement stores, I don't know what they call them. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know um, what? That's a good business idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's, a, it's actually an actual place where you get like those fruit those fruit baskets. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Edible like arrangements, edible arrangements like for, for edible. Yeah. Yeah. You put on sticks. But <laughs> I, 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 don't sticks. Think, uh, I don't think Canada has legalized the edibles yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so edibles are not legal, just the 
this the the flower the, the flower is legal okay. and you can actually travel within canada with up to how much you can actually take with you yeah. yes i think you can your carry plane. up to an ounce with you yeah. which is a lot yeah. yeah, that's like a big bag. Yeah, that's yeah. a big bag. So you can travel yeah. within so you... Canada with that in planes. Yeah, which yeah, is crazy good. Crazy. <laughs> I feel like if I okay, I don't really smoke, but so if I took an edible, would I get fucked up? Way worse than uh, smoking a joint. What if I went straight to the? Because I haven't smoked in a, in a minute. I remember the last time I smoked, I I like hallucinated. Okay, so like, yeah. I saw things, and I was doing the prayers too. I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> that has like I saw that, me. That I saw the right. archangel of death. <laughs> like, oh, um. Here's here's the thing. Um, for anybody that's listening that actually smokes pot, they they can relate. In the start, you go through this those episodes of you know paranoia and all of that. But after a certain time, it's it's all normal. The only thing that you're gonna feel is probably you're gonna be sleepy, tired, hungry. Uh, hungry mostly. Most of the time, it's hungry. <laughs> is that why you guys eat out all the time? Yes. No yes. wonder. Oh I'm like God. I'm like damn. You guys are always at restaurants eating delicious <laughs> ass Canadian food. <laughs> on no. your stories <laughs> no it's uh it's it's just eating eating is probably the best part of it because uh it tastes so much better you can eat so much more it's just, it's just amazing but that's that's why that's why we smoke um but yeah in this start though uh there were some times where i felt like i was gonna die as well uh one time my friend was uh i was smoking with my friend and then we started i think that was the first time i actually smoked out of a pipe so it was different and it was nighttime around 2, 2 a.m. or something like that. And then uh, we, we approached some red lights. And then I was like, fuck, this is this is a portal. I'm, I'm just traveling <laughs> to the other dimension right now. I just told him to pull over. And then he was like, dude, what do you mean pull over? We're on the highway. Where do you want me to pull over right now? I was like, oh, fuck. The then, bridge of Terabithia, man. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so, so bad. Uh, but yeah, again, and now it doesn't happen. Now the the closest I've come to that was probably yesterday when I <laughs> when I smoked or sorry ate that edible. Edible is different. Like it's your body high, so it's a bit different. But uh, yeah, like in the start when I started smoking, I used to laugh a lot. Like yeah. I wouldn't be able to control. I remember my the Migos oh, concert. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were mad <laughs> for that, right? Not me. She was. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I get laugh a lot, and I used to move a lot too. Like in like anything, like I have to just move it, you get like my head. You get like restless. Yeah, restless. so it's kind of like that. Yes. But like eventually, it just went like st- steady, more have steady. You like ever I didn't have to. seen videos, or have you ever seen kids? I don't know uh, if in Sudan or anywhere else you might have seen it, but young kids when they were reading Quran, you know, in schools. They used to basically move. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, you you do the, the Heba was that. I, I kid you not. Heba was that. Anybody that's uh, listening. Oh my god. Google Google kids reading Quran. I think that they just move. Or a like lot. you know who else does it? Like you know like the rabbis when they read. Oh, oh yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. The rabbis when they read like the text. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Exactly. Back and forth. They just go back and forth. That that was Heba when she used to smoke that and a lot of giggling. <laughs> It was. I used to get annoyed by it, and I was go like, "Heba, stop!" And then she was go like, "Ah!" And then just keep moving more and more. It was weird as shit. <laughs> but I'm okay. I'm better now. Oh yeah. But let me so tell about the story. So this guy, he he smoked not as much, but he. He was stopped at the stop sign waiting for a stop sign to turn green. 
<laughs> Wait, who is this? Emmett. <laughs> he was yes. waiting for <laughs> I, I have for the that. board to turn green <laughs> for have, him to go. <laughs> I've also stopped but uh, stopped at uh you know in the in the middle middle of the road there's sometimes a pedestrian crossing. I've stopped by there as well for waiting for that to turn green. Oh my god. So yeah, there there's some stupid <laughs> there's some definitely some stupid shit that I've done while I've been high. Which is why I think they have the laws now that, uh, you know, if you're driving under that, it's a DUI. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Like, oh, you can justify that now. Speaking of, um, in Canada, they're actually introducing uh, DUIs for cell phones. So if you're using your cell phone, oh, that's yeah. also considered a DUI. Now. Oh, the influence is... of like what? Social media? Or, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Under the influence of distraction, I guess. Canadians are too safe. Y'all too safe. Yeah, it's, it's bad. <laughs> I mean, the ticket prices, the tickets are... They, they can give you very easily. And if the cop's not giving you, there's a camera probably catching you doing that. Ooh, how yeah, much, how much do they range strict, from? So the cell phone ticket beforehand, I know it was like 300. It started at 300 plus. Uh, but now since it's considered a DUI, uh, it's probably going to be more. It's probably going to be in the 600 range. Wow. Yeah. That's, it's stupid. Yeah, and, then, and, and then that's just the basic of it. Healthcare though. So at the end uh, of yeah. Oh. But uh, we just had uh, actually our... Um, elections for provincial elections um recently i think like a two day days ago, ago two days yeah, ago two days. yeah two days ago so that's uh, that's probably gonna go away for alberta because the the premier that's elected now he's uh he wants to privatize a uh, health care no and alberta you guys gotta move here because <laughs> bernie's gonna be doing his thing. yeah, yeah no right way. are mm-hmm. you for real it's a possibility wow. he wants to privatize it um it's it's a conservative party and they they want to make it more like bc bc currently has it privatized BC uh, also has only one company that you could go through for insurance, and that's through BC government themselves. So insurance yeah. as well is just only there's only. So one So you're screwed. Company. You got to pay it regardless. That's, you can't regardless, shop yeah. around. There's no shop. There's around. no Blue Cross Blue Maple. Oh yeah. Or like. Oh no, I'm talking about sorry. Uh, insurance wise, I'm talking about your car insurance and. Oh, so car no, insurance. There's no two or. Three <laughs> that's like different. health insurance for your car. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Okay, I was okay. thinking health insurance all this time. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh my god! Sorry. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know all these big changes they Wait, can do. So you guys have um like government car insurance? No, no. Uh, so in BC, yes, insurance is provided by the government. So they they have. I think they might have privatized it to just one company, but it's only one company that offers it there. It is called BC BCI BC Insurance. That's, That's it. what it's called. That's it. There's no other third. So in Alberta, we've got banks that do it. Then you've got private companies that do it. So there's like at least about 12 to 15 companies that you can shop around. But BC is not that. Yeah, but I'm sure it's it's probably cheaper um, in BC. No. It's not. No, it's, no, it's, it's more expensive. Uh, yeah, BC in general is very expensive. Yeah, and there's also that um, Asian house house bubble I heard. I heard like the, the oh, yeah. Chinese um, oh, yeah. investors are like buying up all this land and they make it hard for the guys like Ahmed to, <laughs> to buy houses. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's uh, the, the property prices there at BC, Toronto, it's just stupid, stupid high. So they're making it harder for foreigners to you know, buy property there, but even then, they're finding out ways like loopholes. Yeah, it. exactly. So they there was a I think they they imposed a forty percent tax in BC for um, investors if if you were a foreigner if you were not there. But then they found out people that were living in BC to go um, through them to go through them, and then they were buying it for them, and then they were just getting a, a, a little cut. bit of a cut, cut rather than paying forty percent taxes on top. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's crazy. Um, Alberta prices for for us as well, housing wise. I think 
I think they're they're pretty expensive, but definitely not BC level yet. Or Toronto. Toronto. Or Toronto. Of course, really yeah, not that level. You get like a million dollars for like a townhouse. It's yeah, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's the it's price. very very uh, high and stupid, honestly. Um, it's getting harder for our generation to buy houses anywhere. In general. Mm-hmm. In general, anywhere. Uh, but I also feel like our generation is one of those that has a lot of excuses as well. Rather than just, uh, I, I feel like, yes, there's hardships and then there's also, you know, hurdles and everything. But I think sometimes we just give up too easy. We do. But there's also things we can't control. We can't control. Because, yeah. like, um, like, the fact that when you start, so when I started working fresh out of college, I was like, okay, I can't make, like, I was, it was like a degree job. I, <laughs> I can't live alone with this money. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to live at home. Like, see this bed right here? I was This bed has been in our family for a very long time. <laughs> I've been still, I'm still sleeping on it. So I couldn't. I was like, how do people? And I look at people. I'm like, how do you guys, like, move out of survive, your Survive, yeah. How do you guys survive, like, like living Like, even alone? in school, when I see these kids living on their own, like, how do you survive? Like, working at Dollar Tree and, like, yeah, going and to school. How do you do that? loans for school on top of that. Then you have to live and you eat and all that. And you're still working. That, that wouldn't pay off any of it mm-hmm. at all. And if anything, you're going to be making, like... Like you either like in the in the red, like you're just get surviving, and I feel like that's honestly it's the worst thing for you because like if you suck it up and live at home, you can save money and start a business, or you can do stuff with it. Like that's what I was able to do. Like because I was like at home, I was like, I'll save a little money, and I was mm-hmm. just like, okay, now I can do other shit with it. But I was like, if I was living, I'd be stuck on the the corporate treadmill, man. I'd be like, I'd have to always be working oh, constantly. Absolutely. That's why it's best to I don't care what you say, live at home. And do it the right oh, way. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. Living at home, if you can, do it for as long as you can. Exactly. Work on this. If you are working on the side, save up as much money as you can and then, yeah, move out. Because, of course, yeah, you're right. Getting, getting out there, just living on your own and then, you know, with the basic jobs that you, you can find, yeah. it's, it's impossible to live. And they're lowering the ceiling, like the, the pay ceiling for us because they know we're desperate and we have loans. So they're like, oh, they'll work for 20 an hour. 20 an hour to live, like, that's nothing to live. Uh, yeah. Have a car payment, insurance, taxes. Uh, like, everything adds up. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's... Like Chipotle sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Extra guac. <laughs> Extra guac, yeah. That's where all the money goes. Yeah, it's really, all that's, it's all that's where all the money goes. It's everything else is secondary. <laughs> You, at Chipotle, what you got to do is, I figured out loopholes. Mm. Okay. You got to ask for, what do you do? You ask for extra rice, extra beans, extra everything, salsa. Just don't ask for extra meat or guac. That's where they screw you over. <laughs> They'll never ah. charge you extra for extra beans or like, they might charge you for queso. But you just got to know, like when they say black or pinto, you say both. White or brown, both. <laughs> oh. Ah, yeah. yeah. They look at you like, hmm. <laughs> You find the loopholes. Loophole. You, get... you make eye contact with your server. Like, Oh, and I heard more. one more thing. And I heard more thing. If you get, like, rather than getting a burrito or some other thing, you can get the whole salad, like a whole bowl, and you can add, you can add for free the um, tortilla with it. So you can make your own burrito. Roll you can own. probably You can probably make two. So Easily, the, yeah, um, the amount they huge. give you, yeah, those uh, those uh, uh, bowls are pretty big, so you can probably make two of them. That's, so that's there you go. Loopholes yeah. for millennials, so you guys can, move, <laughs> can, you know, do something with your life and stop <laughs> wasting your money. I also heard for the meat, if you want to get extra meat, mm-hmm. you don't say extra meat. You say, can I have a little on the top? You got to use synonyms, man. Oh. You got to go open up the thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> And you gotta, you gotta pick. If you say the word extra, take out your top hat and yeah, then monocle in it. Monocle with the pipe. <laughs> hmm. I'll have a little excess. Of the... 
Chorizo. Just on the top. Just <laughs> on the, a little bit on the top Can you arrange side. it so there's a little more? <laughs> <laughs> like it's an artwork piece. <laughs> uh, while we're in the subject of, uh, you know, food, uh, do you guys know what Meg Gangbang is? It's pretty old. Some but some of you might have. What's that? Meg Gangbang? Oh, yeah. So, What's that? so Meg Gangbang is, so you know how there's a secret menu for McDonald's? Meg oh, Gangbang yeah. is off of that. It's basically, um, you take a McDouble and... Uh, in the middle of McDonald, you know the two the patties. You actually put a Mc or sorry Junior Chicken's patty in there, and uh, you have two top buns, so you get both sauces in there. So that's a McGangbang. Damn! Oh, it's called. So you go to the the window and you well, say, "Well, here's the thing. Mc- here's the thing." So I wanted to try because I I found it online and I was like, "Shit, okay, that Reddit? sounds good." Yeah, exactly. It's on Reddit. <laughs> Anything weird is on Reddit. So uh, I went to the drive-through and I was like, "Hey, can I have a McGangbang?" And then the the server was like sorry what i was like yeah so it's uh basically you take a the moment i said make double she's like i know what you're talking about yeah just roll up the window and i was like what the shit <laughs> so i went down and she's like yeah some people have used that before but you know i still i just somebody else was there so i just wanted to sound like that i don't know <laughs> so i was like okay wow she's like we're a christian institution <laughs> <laughs> It's a Meg. It's a Meg courtship, is what it is. Okay. <laughs> Meg courtship. Meg courtship. Chaperone Meg. courtship. Yeah. Okay. McDonald's is my shit. Nobody. Do people still? Can't, people in Canada still eat eat at McDonald's? Nobody uh, eats at McDonald's. No, here. they do. But honestly, oh, yeah. in in Canada, I would say, uh, have you tried A and W? Oh, A and W is really good. Yeah, I tried it's it in, like, like one of the best ones. You I tried think. in Florida. They have it in Florida. What? Okay. Yeah. So I've noticed a lot of um, airports in the U.S. They have it. And uh, A&W, it says American under it. So A&W, American food or something like that. So it's like a specialized. Like maybe, version. yeah. I, I've never, the thing is I've seen it, see it in the um, directory A&W's there, but it's never on our terminal. So I just don't, I don't want to walk that much. Yeah, you look at the actual restaurants at the airport. No, I just, just go, I just, I no, I just go to, through directories. Like for Damn. instance, yesterday, what were we feeling like? Oh, I want to do eat Chipotle basically, yeah. but we didn't have that. So I was looking at other Mexican places like to eat. Cause I like, it's just such a, it's just like, it's not heavy. It's just like light, like the rice and beans and all that. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Not Cause too heavy on a flight, you. you don't want to. Yeah. yeah. On the, the thing is, sometimes when you when the, your gate, your area, like it's it's usually it probably wouldn't have the best restaurants or something like that. I know I, I, do, gate, bro. I don't usually care for it, like whatever is there. But sometimes, you know, you're feeling like it. So you go to a directory and then they say, oh, A&W is there. But then that's like three terminals away. So you're like, nah, can we make not, it? No, not five walking. trains away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So it, but A&W, yeah, it's 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 perfect. It's probably the best fast food I know, like, just Thing look at, like, the, yeah. the, the patty really and everything, good. right? It's just so much better, like, the quality and all that. They're 100% beef, so they no don't... No hormones. They, yeah, they, they don't put no... Yeah. None of the added shit on top of it. Um, and on top of it, the, the, like, their sizes are pretty good as well. They're also um, caring for the environment, I would say. But honestly, they, they're only putting a drop in the ocean, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, by, by incorporating the, the cardboard guys, straws. Uh, that's what it is, right? I don't know how I feel about those. Why do you why do you not think so that they're right? I let my drink sit and <laughs> oh, it yeah. got all soggy and I drank it and I had the worst like cough after because I think particles were like... Yeah, oh. that that's what happens, yeah. Yeah, I was like drinking the cardboard chunks. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, damn. <laughs> oh, this is... Well, when we were kids, I mean, you know, at that point you, you ate a bunch of shit. I, my brother used to lick cement 
So really, <laughs> you, did you he have like a iron deficiency? Like <laughs> yeah. what, what's what's in, I always wonder like when people eat weird shit, what's in that shit that makes people want to eat it? Because I feel like your body's smart, like it craves things. Because yeah. like when people know. eat like I don't believe yeah no that. no no, no. here's just... the thing it, it's it is a possibility there might be some sort of like if it's a salt taste mm-hmm. that might be attracting you know uh in in Canada there is mountain goats that oh, actually yeah. come like the salt yeah they yeah. come down to the road to just lick the salt they lick the road because there's salt in it so. And they lick the what I'm trying to say is my brother is probably a mountain goat as well. So my brother is probably it. It's probably part yeah. mountain goat. It's gonna be weird like you. you might. No, <laughs> nobody's that cool. <laughs> On sporting the, the fur. But speaking of uh, restaurants and airports, Ludacris actually has a restaurant Ooh. in the International Terminal in Atlanta, and it's called Chicken and Beer. What? Chicken and Beer. Yeah, like his album. Apparently, it's lit. Atlanta's a really good international airport. That's where all the good food is. I've uh, multiple times when I was coming to Charlotte because you know flights sometimes are super expensive to charlotte from cal calgary there's uh, direct flights there's no, no direct flights oh, okay. that's that's the biggest challenge right now um so i i go like okay if i'm gonna be going through a connection anyway why not go through atlanta because we do have flights from calgary to atlanta and uh, yeah sometimes i try and look for it just because i feel like it might be cheaper but it's never cheaper that much at least that you know justifies four hour drive but uh yeah i would love to go to the airport because I've, I've heard good things about it you go to atlanta in general yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, last birthday? I think, last yeah. Last birthday? birthday, I wanted to go the, to the aquarium to see penguins. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hip has got a huge penguin obsession. Yo, to, like, so there's a this documentary movie come uh, out yesterday from Disney. It's called Penguins. So we were thinking tonight, maybe like the last show is at 9.55. Yeah, it's an hour long. Just throwing it out there. Like, yeah, I'm down. Wants, oh, I'm penguins are hella cute, man. I'm not going to lie. They are so, so cute. But at the same time, if you go to an uh, aquarium and then it's a penguin area, it smells bad, too. Oh, yeah, their it poop smells, smells really bad. It smells really bad. Of course, it's fish and, you know, yeah, diet based out of just fish. All the omega-3s. <laughs> yeah. And the fatty acids. Not going to smell like birthday cake. Do you think, do you think penguins are British? <laughs> uh, uh, no, what I'm were not they gonna... in Madagascar? I I feel like penguins. Uh, you know, whatever they were in Madagascar, they are they it. Were, they were like mafiosos. <laughs> yeah, I, they, yeah, they they had, like a whole gang. <laughs> yeah, they, you know that that just changes your whole perspective of penguins when you when you watch Madagascar. They're totally different. They're crafty. <laughs> yeah, they're conmen. They're like lemurs. It's like a King Julian. <laughs> yeah, King Julian. Is King Julian Indian or is he? I've heard he's Trinidadian. I've heard Trinidad. I, th- I think so. I think he's um, I think West Trinidad Indian. Yeah, yeah. West Indian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But speaking of the anim- animated movies, uh, Lion King's coming out this year. So yeah, Sim- or uh, what is it? Is it is it called Simba or is it called? I don't know if it's called Simba or Lion King, but I think it's called Lion King. Right? I think it's the same. Just the... this with actual. So yeah, excited for that's, that! That's Super excited. That's gonna be so cool. Yeah, yeah they, they've changed the animation on it a bunch, and it's it looks very realistic. So it's it's gonna be pretty I mean, cool. It better hold up. I mean, think I about know. all the scenes we're gonna see and like like when they eat the bugs and like cool, yeah, how are they gonna <laughs> yeah. play that off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, how are they gonna do that? that like, is I'm, actually, I'm excited yeah. for that. No, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be legit. Yeah, Donald Glover plays Simba. Right. Oh yeah. yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. Maybe da- Daniel Danny, Glo- Danny. Don- Danny Glover will play uh, the dad. What is it? Mufasa. Mufasa? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Scar. Who's gonna play Scar? Is there another person named Glover? Okay, gotta get the whole family together. Yeah, the whole glo- all the gloves. <laughs> maybe it, there's no Glover, but Glovekin, the boxer, maybe he'll play it. Glovekin, it's a GGG, Glovekin. GGG. Oh, is that, I, I don't Glovekin follow boxing. Like that. I only know like Manny Pacquiao, um, Mayweather. 
Muhammad Ali. Mayweather's coming pretty soon, you know. It's April weather right now. Mayweather's going to oh, be next look at that. <laughs> April showers bring May flowers. <laughs> yeah. I can legit. Yeah. No, it's uh it's it's boxing boxing is interesting, but it, you know, we have a lot of Mayweather haters. Mayweather May Money, what's his name? Money Money, money, money Team Money Team. Uh what was it? No. Floyd Money Mayweather. Floyd Money Mayweather. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, it. that's it. That's it. Would you see Khabib? I know you probably followed that. I know you're all about Khabib, man. We're all <laughs> He's no, crazy, only man. Yeah. only during that crazy. time. Only during that time when it was going off against uh, like I, I, McGregor. I, I, McGregor yeah. I was I was like, yeah, I hope Khabib wins. But when I saw him in the ring, I was like, oh my god, what yeah, is like he just animal. like dude was possessed by a Horcrux. I don't was, know, was, like he was just like I couldn't believe that that's what's happening with the <laughs> yeah McGregor. So yeah, usually, he's like usually, getting butchered so bad, and he's like a shit talker too. Yeah, yeah, yeah he that's, so, so that's shit. McGregor's game, right? I mean, getting in the opponent's head, which he did with Khabib as well. I feel like he did get in his head, but Khabib was stronger mentally as well, so he was able to pull through. Usually, people when he gets in their head. They they just go out swinging without really you know uh, defending themselves. Whereas Khabib was he was swinging, but at the same time he still was present in the game. He took it personally and he he completely demolished uh, McGregor. Uh, now he hopped the fence. <laughs> then he hopped the fence and then he attacked. There were Drake memes going around at that point because he was oh, uh, you know he was wearing the Irish flag. Yeah, yeah, around yeah. Drake's all scared and shit. <laughs> and then Drake is <laughs> like, yeah scary scared Drake and then he just goes like when uh, when Khabib when you hear Khabib was looking for you as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny. Wow. How do you feel about Drake being Canadian? Um, yeah, he's uh he's he's great. I I I think he's very very commercial. A lot of uh. You know, a lot of uh, probably ghostwriting goes in there. So will you push a T or when the whole feud is going on? Listen, uh, I always support my dark skin niggas, so I had to go with Pusha T. I would say Pusha T himself too. He was talking about like he the song was pretty great. Which one? The one you the we Pusha T one. Pusha T one. Yeah, so I I like Pusha T. I really like him. His his voice is really good, and then he actually delivers. A lot of lyrics with a lot of venom behind it, which mm-hmm. is good, which is great. Um, I think so. Just if they are if they're doing everything themselves, apart from just the beats, like writing content, delivering it, I'd, I'd say Pusha T would probably body Drake. But Drake has Drake is not just him, one person. There's so much that goes on behind him, right? Yeah. So the team behind, yeah, him. they have a exactly. whole WhatsApp group of the Drake. <laughs> Yeah, uh, probably one person is just there, not responding at all. Yeah, just, yeah, just watching, ch- just watching all the messages going by, and then secretly yep. texting Pusha T on the side. Hey, this is what Drake said about you. The, yeah, the yeah. group chat, that. How screenshot, you feel about that? or it's like, it's like, yo, guys, just bought a new car. Write me a sick hook. So what kind of car is it? Lamborghini. Good. That rhymes with a lot of shit. We good. Lamborghini, bikini, um, Santorini, Santorini. <laughs> On the scene. Are we Hans outside? Yeah. Tell me to come in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll go. You talk here. Cool. Uh, open up the door. Cool. Let me get him a chair. Oh.